everyone, and welcome back to the Red Beard Outdoors podcast. This is Jonathan, your host, and today I'm super excited to share the conversation that I had with a guy who has become a fast friend of mine since Elk Shape Camp this last year, and I'll let him tell a little bit more of the story here in a minute, but it's Justin Core. He is just an overall great dude, great father, great husband, awesome friend, hard worker, loves archery, and just overall great individual. Before we hop into that conversation, I just wanted to remind you that this being the last episode of 2022, thank you so much again for your support, your ongoing support, your follows, your reviews. Leave a review. If you're not following the show, follow the show. If you're watching this on YouTube, definitely go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've got great things coming for 2023 that I'm excited to share with you. And by following and subscribing, it'll alert you when a new podcast comes out. So you definitely want that. Uh, Also, guys, I want to give a shout out to the show sponsors and affiliates. First and foremost, of course, Redbeard's Fit Crew on Facebook and First Form Outdoors Group on Facebook. I'd love to have you over there, especially as you're going into the new year with your new fitness health goals. Like most people are, we want you to be able to be in it for the long haul, not just for the first couple months of the new year, and then crash and burn. We want you to carry this on through the rest of your lives and have a community behind you. So definitely go check out those links down below if you have a Facebook. If not, send me an email, and I'd love to get you in on our weekly calls so that you can have that community as well. Some great companies that I get to work with, guys, of course, First Form, Black Ovis, All in Digiscoping, A3 Archery Bowstrings, Kestrel Glassing Systems, Quattro Archery Stabilizers, Absolute Aid CBD, Affect Beard Oil. Definitely go check out those companies. Again, if you have any questions about what they provide or or any of their services, please feel free to reach out to me through email or Instagram, Facebook Messenger, whatever it may be. Uh, Reach out to me there. Be more than happy to answer your questions. Now, guys, again, like I said at the beginning, here is the amazing conversation I got to have with a buddy of mine, Justin Core. He is someone who just dominated the Elk Shape Challenge uh, last year. So I guess that would have been 2021. He won a scholarship to the Elk Shape Camp, came to Utah. We became friends and just have kept in touch ever since. He's just a great guy. Uh, he's just doing amazing things. But at the same time, he is not some amazing presence on social media. So I love to highlight people like that, that also are just out there like you and me, grinding it through every single day to make sure that their family's taken care of, their love for archery is taken care of, and their fitness and health goals are taken care of as well, along with their faith. So without further ado, guys, here's my conversation with Justin Core. All right, everyone, I've got an amazing guest here, Justin. He is just an awesome dude overall. Uh, the year, I'm trying to remember the year it was, but I won the the December Chub Challenge that's going on right now um, for Elk Shape. I won the scholarship to uh, the Elk Shape Camp. And then the year after that, Justin won. And we came down this last, was it 20? So the camps for 2022, uh, Justin came to the Utah camp. So we got to actually meet in person. And uh, it came down to a shoot off between Justin and I for for the the Vortex stuff that you ended up winning. He inched me out of it. So, um, you know, Justin's an awesome guy. I I want Justin to be on here because I want you guys to realize that he's crushing it at life. And he's just an, an average Joe like you and me. He's got a job. He's got a nine to five. His is more like a, 
I don't even know your schedule, but <laughs> you know, he he's he's got a normal job. He's not in the industry, yet he is still crushing it at at archery. He loves it. He's passionate about it. He's accomplished some great things. And I just wanted to share Justin's story with you guys uh, that are listening to the podcast. But Justin, who are you? And uh, and what do you want to share with the audience? Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, you know, I mean, we we all we all try to work hard, right? So, uh, to get to my work schedule, I work twelve to twelve, so twelve p.m. to twelve a.m. basically. And uh, yeah, yeah, we we um we met that elk shaped cam. I think it was this this past February, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, it was a great time, great people, you know, like minded individuals, you know, everyone earned their keep there. So no, it was awesome. It was awesome. Finally got to meet you and, uh, you know, a bunch of other guys. So great. Yep, exactly. So Justin, you've got a family, you drive trucks for a living. You've got yeah. a you know, 12 hour schedule you're talking about, which I don't understand how you can do it because I fall asleep at the wheel. Sometimes if I'm <laughs> driving more than three hours, I have to pull over and swap with my wife to drive or take a quick nap on the side of the road. I don't know how you do that, but, uh, that's awesome. So you, again, you've got a, a normal job and, mm-hmm. um, you love archery. Oh yeah. And, uh, but let's talk, I guess, about, uh, elk shape, uh, just to kind of, you know, talk about that. Cause that's how we met uh, over yes. social media. I thought it was awesome that you were the next year's winner of the scholarship. So of course we started chatting. I found out you're a pretty cool dude. And, uh, but how did you win the, the challenge for the elk shape scholarship? Yeah, I think it was uh one of that one of those weeks where um it was I think it was a step up challenge, like the chat one thousand or something like that that he was doing. So, you know, it was one thousand step ups for time, you know, you know, with a weighted pack, forty pounds or so, you know, and just just get it done seven days a week. So what is that, seven thousand step ups? You know, it was it was rough. It was rough, you know, when halfway through you're like, man why am I doing this? You know, and, <laughs> but, but, you know, just, just, it just helps with the uh, mental fortitude and just keep pushing yourself. Right. Like Goggins always says mental callus and stuff like that, you know? So once you get to 500, you're like, I've done 500. I can go for another 500, you know? So, but, but, you know, thank you, um, Dan for, for, you know, organizing this and, uh, you know, all the amazing sponsors you've had, you know, trying to participate and get people to actually, you know, get out and move. Right. And so, yeah, so yeah, it was great. And then, you know, winning the scholarship was just a, was just a plus, you know, I would have done it for, for nothing, you know, just to see the camaraderie and everyone that gets together and, and and actually do some work, you know, but yeah, you know, winning the scholarship went to the Utah elk shape camp, learned a lot. Right. Like I said, uh met a ton of people great like-minded individuals who just you know just like you and i we we work we have a job we we have family we you know and then we love hunting so that's you know like it's yeah that's why we're here exactly so i just want to highlight something though you're kind of skipping over something real real important man because the challenge (laughs) that week was to do chad one time oh was you did it Every single day. So for those of you guys out there listening, Chad is a CrossFit workout. They, they've got hero workouts that they uh-huh. um, name after certain heroes. And Chad, uh, go look up his story. Just look up the Chad CrossFit workout. But basically, it's a thousand step ups. And it's not just stair steps. It's 20, I think, 20 inches or yeah. 24 inches, um, depending on if male, female. 
Um, and then it's 45 pounds on your back. Okay. Okay. So you, though, the challenge was to do it once and to, to oh, time yourself yeah. and to post it. I guess okay. you didn't recognize that it was only one time. <laughs> he did it every single day. And that's why you won. That's why Dan, you know, was like, man, he, he crushed it. Cause you literally did. You did it every single day. That workout's yeah. no joke. No, it was even, not. Yeah. Even for CrossFitters like that, that workout takes at least an hour. You know, it's around, I think uh, the best time is like 45 minutes for mm -hmm. like top tier athletes. And, uh, I was doing it around 50, 55 minutes. And, uh, and so that, that's how long that workout, it's just one of those mental grind. You put your head down, you, you stomp through it, you know, and, oh, yeah. um, and you did it every single day that week. And that's what kind of highlighted. So that's just, that just speaks to your mental fortitude there of, of doing it. it sounds like you didn't realize it wasn't a daily thing. So <laughs> hey, maybe I, maybe I misread or misheard what Dan was saying, but it was like, Hey, thousand step ups every day, mm -hmm. I guess let's get it. <laughs> but, but you know, we got it done. It's uh, you know, it's for the better. Yep. Yeah, no, for real. And, and that's something that's really cool. Cause you know, uh, you and I were brought together by elk shape and uh, he does some great things. I'm not exactly sure when this podcast is going to drop, but it might be near the end of December um, when the Elk Shape uh, December Chub Challenge maybe has come to an end. But it's something that I've looked forward to over the last now. It's almost I think it's been four years that I've done it. Uh, he puts oh, wow. a challenge okay. out. He the, you know, there's prizes, but also just the camaraderie that it builds, the people that you see that get out and do what the challenge is. It keeps you moving through December, you know, and so <clears throat> I just think it's awesome that that you put your head down and you did that every single day. I mean, that's like an hour to an hour and a half that you're out there just grinding away for seven days a week. So that was pretty awesome that, that, and you tell, you totally deserve to win that challenge that week. So, um, and I'm glad you did because now we're friends and, and I was able to meet you and, uh, you came out to camp. So, uh, let's, I guess let's talk a little bit about that too, because you, you also had kind of a big change happen for you. Um, just delving into the fitness side of things where over that year, you lost, I can't remember, remind me how much you lost as far as weight's concerned. It wasn't a lot. It was like 25, 25 pounds. That's a lot of so. weight, dude. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I consider I anything over like a five pound shift. Like you put, you have to put some time and dedication into your nutrition and your fitness. You got to step it up just a little bit more um, oh, yeah. and you grinded it out. But yeah, so 25, 30 ish pounds, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot, man. It really Thanks. is. What, what what do you weigh right now? If you don't mind, or I guess um, when you were at the end of that weight loss at the end, I think I was at one seventy. Yeah. So you, so, I mean, that yeah, was like I, 10 plus, per, like 15% of your body weight, dude. Yeah. That's, basically, that's significant. Yeah. 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 But recently I gained a little bit of weight. I, I'm at one seventy five now, but you know, I, I think I have less, less body fat um, mm -hmm. compared to when we did the scan and uh, doing the camp and all that. So is just putting on some muscle mass and getting some gains. So that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you're staying consistent. You lost, you went through a weight loss uh, and then you won the December chub challenge. And then you came out to, to elk shape camp here in Utah. Um, so what, I mean, with fitness, you know, with you having that crazy schedule uh, and you've got, you know, your, your family, your, your, uh, your job in and of itself isn't physically demanding i'm sure it is at times when you're hooking up the trailer and all that stuff but when you're driving you're sitting and more mental focus rather than mm -hmm. physically demanding so what mm -hmm. do you do for your fitness for people that are similar have similar jobs to where maybe they're working at a desk or maybe they are truck drivers and they're not up walking around moving constantly maybe what are some things that you do to keep yourself on track 
Well, it's just you have to make up your mind and and make that commitment to to want to get in shape, right? You know, so you know, be working twelve to twelve. You know, I get you know we'll we'll run through my day, right? So you know, I start work at twelve in the afternoon. I get off at twelve. You know, I'll. I cheat by eating my dinner that late, you know, I, and then I, and I go to bed. It's not good, but you know, we, we got to do what we got to do, you know, so, so I have a warm dinner. Um, I get up at seven in the morning, seven 30. I see my kids off to school and then I hit the gym after, you know, I spend like an hour and a half in there. You know, I have a, I have a workout app that I follow it that has a really good um, parameters for, you know, like, whatever types of workout I want to do, whether you're in interval training or, you know, just some cardio work, stuff like that. So that kind of keeps, makes it a little easier for me. You know, it, 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 um, it, it helps me out that way that I have to work, think about, okay, what am I doing today? You know, half the time it's always leg day <laughs> or if not all the time. Right. So every, <laughs> every, every, yeah, every, every workout has a little bit of legs involved. So yeah, you know, with, hour hour and a half in the gym and 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 you know go home get some breakfast and go to work you know kiss the wife goodbye and go to work so it it five days a week it's the same repetitive routine but that 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 gets me going so that's awesome yeah so you just put your mind to it and you make yep. the time for it cuz there's a lot of people that you know you can you can wish away your time or say whatever you want about how uh, the time isn't, you don't have enough time. There's plenty of people that can say that. Right. And I see where people are coming from with that, but at the same time, it's about more, more about priorities and where are your priorities at? If you're not wanting to get fit, just be honest with yourself and say, look, I'm okay being fat, you know? And there's yeah. nothing like there's, I don't judge people for the way they look, but what I do judge is when you're lying to yourself or you're lying to me. And I'm like, that's, if you really want it, go after it. You're proof of that. I've done it. Many people out there have done it. Goggins is a great example of that for people that don't know David Goggins. Go look up his story. Um, you know, there's so many people that that can that are proof of it. But again, they shifted their priorities. And just like you, you made it a priority. You make time for that every single day. You could say, I want to sleep in. I want to spend oh, yeah. more time with the family, that hour to an hour and a half. I want to go spend the time with the family. Again, nothing wrong with that, but don't lie to yourself and say you want to get in shape when you don't, you know? And, uh, and so I think that's, that's key for a lot of people making that time. You make that time. You also mentioned this morning, uh, you did something that I I've never done. I've never run 13 point, whatever the half marathon amount mm -hmm. is. Um, but you got up this morning, you got home at midnight, you followed your normal schedule, but you had to get up at four 45, five o'clock this morning to make sure you were able to get all your errands done today. And you graciously give me an hour of your time here to be oh, on the podcast. Yeah. And yet you knew you had all this stuff going on and you said, you know what? I'm going to still go get that 13 miles in 13 plus. I'm going to say 13 plus because I don't want to jip you any, any no. of the mileage, but, but <laughs> you went out and you, yeah, yeah. And you made that happen. Right. Yeah. So that's something yep. that, that you have made the time for. And that's super important for people to understand. Don't say you don't have time for things you do. It's just, where are your priorities at? Right. Yeah. You, you kind of have to, uh, you know, with, with, with three kids and, 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 and a, a, a wife that also goes to the gym with me every day. Um, we have to have our days lined up. If not, you know, we, 
we you just can't there's not enough time in a day to, for me to do what I want to do you know so in order for me to do what I want to do and for my wife to be able to do what she wants to do sleep is one thing that we 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 kind of sacrifice is it a good thing who knows you know but we 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 need to get stuff done so that that's you know that's uh that's the path we we chose right so mm-hmm. you know yeah exactly exactly yeah so like that no you're saying your wife goes to the gym with you so that mm-hmm. that's awesome you know that that's definitely something that's important uh for sure you know making making that time to spend together and uh and also pursuing similar goals you both want to be in shape you both want to be fit and you you want to have an elongated life so you can spend that time together. Um, that's amazing. I think that's, that's really awesome. So what, uh, I guess what lit the fire under your butt to get you moving and to lose the weight and to up your training and your nutrition? Um, well, I think I would say archery, right? Um, I got into archery maybe two years ago. I think it was around, um, yeah, exact almost exactly two years ago. So December 2020, right? Yeah, December 2020, I got into archery and then and then I stumbled aco- across um Elk Shapes page on, on Instagram and I was like, man, it was he was already like halfway through the chub challenge. I'm like, oh, I I you know, I think it was Cam Haynes week as well. So so I was like, man, I should have I should try this out, right? And but Long story short, I wasn't ready. I, my mindset wasn't there. So, you know, and then six months down the road, seven months down the road after shooting my bow and whatnot, I I forgot how I really, I, I actually was just talking to my friend about this this morning. I don't remember, I don't remember how I start my, I guess, my fitness journey, right? Um, But I knew in... August of 2021, last year, last August, um, I came across 75 Heart, right? And I think a bunch of us, you know, heard, have heard of 75 Heart. If not, you know, you can look it up and whatnot. Um, so I did all that. I did I did 75 Heart. And, and uh, you know, I think one of the parameters was to read maybe, what, 10 minutes a day or something like that. Yeah. And um, that's when I've... I was looking at books and I found Goggins, you know, can't hurt me. So, you know, I was reading, I was going through his book and I was like, man, it just, it, it lit a fire under me that I didn't know I had. Right. So, and long story short, a year and a half later, here we are. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny to me to see how archery 75 hard and elk shape have all kind of come together for so many people you know, and, uh, and, and being a part of the first form outdoors community as well, like seeing how all of those things have kind of combined because they're all of a similar mindset. It's mm-hmm. all about becoming better consistently. Like you were saying, it's reading 10 pages a day out of a physical book. Um, something, some people may call them self-help books, but basically it's a nonfiction book that will help you towards your goals, whether that's financial goals, whether that's, you know, like you, uh, can't hurt me by David Goggins. I've got bookshelves over there. Most of those books over there are from the last couple of years of me doing the live hard program, uh, which people here listening on the podcast have heard me talk about quite a bit. <laughs> and I'll be starting phase three of my, as a second or third year 
doing oh, live nice. hard. I'll be starting that in like three days. So, okay. um, it, it's, it's a great program for people that are wanting to get better, just like you did. So you kicked off with 75 hard and then your mindset shifted. So December Chubb challenge came around and you were like, I'm ready this year. And you crushed there it. You, you knocked it yep. out of the park. Right. I mean, yep. there's thousands of people that are doing it and to be highlighted, to be able to win that scholarship, to be able to go to one of the camps, which for me is one of the bigger prizes that, that Dan gives away. Um, I mean, that's about a thousand dollar deal, uh, depending on when you buy the camp and, oh, yeah. uh, and for, you know, to be able to get that wealth of knowledge from everyone that shows up to the camps, from the experts to other hunters in your area, the networking that happens there, the people you meet, um, the camp is just outstanding. So, uh, for all those reasons, that's awesome. So about August, 2021, you, you kind of mm -hmm. kicked off your 75 hard and, and your fitness journey and you've just kept it consistent. I mean, it's been a year and almost a year and a half and you're just, you're consistent. You're packing on muscle, you're keeping the body fat low and you're hitting your goals. And again, you don't have a job that's very physically demanding. So you're doing it because I guess what, why are you continuing to do it? I'm sorry to say that again. You got cut off for a No, second. you're good. Why are you continuing to, uh, con I guess, continue down this path of fitness? Oh, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, in a way, it's kind of like an addiction, right? Um, you know, it, it, motivation can only get you so far. I, I feel like motivation maybe gets you 30 days at the gym, in a, you know, at tops. And it, it's, it's, it's the addiction that makes you want to keep going and uh, the, the chase off that delayed gratification, that delayed dopamine release after a workout, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, also with with three kids i have three girls so i i want to show them that you know i can work 12 hours a day and we can still get a workout and you can you can work hard and still achieve great things in life and still make time for family and squeeze out time for hunting and stuff like that right so and that's that's i think that's what keeps me going you know yeah no i, I, I like that I think, um, you know, and going through driving and, you know, being on the road for like 10, 11 hours every day, um, you, you listen to a lot of podcasts too. And, and, you know, Dan's podcast is, is, is something I geared towards too. Um, and I, I don't, I don't remember what guests he had on and I don't know if it's Nick, the trainer dude, or it was, it was a different, uh, an elk shaped camper that was on, on, on his podcast. And they were saying about, you know, logging in 300 workouts a year, you know, I'm like, I want to do that. You know, that that's probably one of the reasons why I'm hitting the gym every day. I, you know, stuff like that, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That That's a really good goal. And, you know, again, things click with different people. And that's why I like to ask that question as to why you keep going, because you know, and I don't think I've heard anyone say that up to this point, that addiction, which is something that that I feel, I agree with you hundred percent that motivation is temporary. And I've discussed that quite a bit because I, I post a, a quote every day on Instagram mm -hmm. or Sundays. I post a scripture, um, not necessarily for the people that have been, uh, that, that are disciplined and are going consistently as it is. It's for that one person that hopefully one day will open up that story. And that's the fire that gets lit under their butt to get up and move. Right. And so, 
motivation again is very temporary discipline like what you were saying that addiction of the delayed gratification the the success that you've had that you have found through your hard work and and that you want to continue to pursue that also children are great great reason to keep going you want your children to see that you're working hard for the family to provide for the family and you take time for yourself that's really, really key so that your kids don't grow up thinking they have to give, give, give to everything mm -hmm. else and then in turn give everything to their family and be drained. Because if you don't fill up your own batteries, if you don't recharge, if you don't take the time to take care of yourself, you can only give so much and you can't mm -hmm. be yourself, right? So that that's awesome. Right, were you going to say something? Oh, no. It's like, yeah, you, you, um, you, have, you only have so much you can withdraw, right? Just like time with your family yeah you know going out hunting one you know depends on who you are you hunt for a week out of the year two weeks or maybe a month you know the whole month of elk season you know that that's a goal um you know you're withdrawing the time from from your family so you know it, in time you have to deposit time back right so that you know that that's that's the only way that you, to that's the only way to do it, you know, to, to keep everyone happy. Right. Especially exactly. the happy wife, happy life. Right. <laughs> exactly. And that open communication, because, you know, they, they need to understand that they're not always going to get you right. They need yeah. to understand that you've got things that you're pursuing as well, just as you encourage your children to go and pursue their passions, to be the best artist that they can, to be a NASA scientist, to be whatever it may be, you're encouraging them to do that. But, there, there's some uh, reel and audio that's going around that I really like that it's like, well, sometime, sometime you're uh, basically your kids are going to call you out. They're going to say, well, dad, you said I can be anything. Why aren't you? Mm -hmm. And that hit home to me, you yeah. know, and I'm already pursuing things that I'm wanting to do. But for me, it keeps me going because if I were to sit back and just complain about, man, I had to deal with this customer or that, you know, with my job and not actually get out and do the things that I need to do. Or if you were to come home and sleep in and kind of mosey your way out of the house in the morning and kind of half-ass it at life, basically. Um, but you're telling your kids, Hey, I want you to be the best that you can be. They're going to one day grow up and be like, but dad, why aren't you? Yeah. You know, and that, that hits home to me because I want them to see that for me so that they have at least one, if not multiple examples that you can go out and pursue what you want to pursue and be the best at it and be successful at it. So um, that's awesome. I, I love that. I appreciate you sharing that, man. Right. Yeah. So, it's, it, oh, go ahead. No, it's, it's always, it's, it's a balance, right. That, that we have to, to find and, and, you know, you have to balance between your responsibilities and, you know, seeking out your ambition and then, and, and taking care of family and stuff like that. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, you know, exactly exactly yeah so you you picked up archery in 2020 yeah you know let's kind of dive down that rabbit hole because archery is such a big thing in both of our lives and you shoot basically every day uh mm -hmm. just like just like me you take a couple moments of your day and you make sure you get some reps in whether it's cold hot whatever um you're out there shooting 3d you've got a good 3d course out there uh near you in nevada um I guess why, what is so appealing about archery? Why aren't you out there, uh, shooting, shooting guns, you know, on a frequent basis or, uh, cause I know you enjoy 
uh, guns just as much as I do. We've talked about that as well, but it's kind of taken to the back burner with archery being up front. Why archery? Um, what draws you to it? Uh, well, I I did got into guns for for um, quite some time. I actually did competition pistol shooting, you know, and and you know that was great, great and all, you know. But ultimately, hunting is what I want to do, right? So yeah, you know, we rifle hunt. You know, haven't really tried muzzle loader hunting, but I heard it's fun. But you know, rifle hunting. So being out west. Right. Everyone talks about tags, like how can we get more tags in our pocket and, and archery, be it as hard as it can be, it, it does gives you a higher opportunity to get tags. Right. So higher opportunity to get tags means more, more time outside in the woods. So, you know, that's, that's basically one of the main reasons why I got into archery and, and, you know, I used to play a lot of golf too. You know, I played high school golf and stuff like that. And it's funny. I it, to me, it felt like um, firearms and golf kind of, for some reason, the way the way um the way it came together in my life, it it felt like in archery I could do both. You know, um, yeah, it just. It just the, the the yeah I I I don't know how to explain it. It just felt like it to me. So, but yeah, um, more tags in the pocket. <laughs> nice. And then I mean, but so you say more tags in the pocket. And I agree with you on that. Like for me, I've still got a couple of days left of our elk season. Um, I'm able to chase elk all the way from before the rut until through the middle of December every year with the extended archery, and so it provides those more opportunities, more tags, more time, uh, etc. But all that being said, I mean, your season's over. Why are you still shooting? Oh, you know, you got you to stay sharp. <laughs> right. Yes. But there's a lot of people out there that will put their bow away. They're like, okay, season's over. They put the bow away and they go back to their normal routine. Whereas yeah. for like you and me, archery has become the normal routine. We shoot and shoot and shoot uh, again to stay sharp. Yeah. But there's got to be more to it than that. You're not just wanting to just stay sharp. You could, you could more than likely pull it out around tax season and practice up until hunting season and, and be good enough to go out there and, and, you know, plug a deer or, or an elk or both. But why do you shoot every day? Even when it's cold? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You, I guess you're, I guess you're right. Yeah. You, I mean, a lot, a lot of people do, you know, put that away and then pursue something else and, and whatnot. But I don't know. It's um, I, I I really don't have. I don't know how to explain this. It it just it felt zen to me, you know. And you as you draw your bow back and, and and get to anchor right and and just staring down your the peep and your sights and it just you know it's like ex- executing a perfect golf shot. I I don't know if you've played golf or not. It just it, everything feels good, you know the the you you pull through the release and and the arrow hitting where you're aiming at it it, it just it, it it's it's addictive <laughs> mm-hmm. to say oh, the least exactly yeah. you know yeah no i agree so for me i've never played golf and i actually kind of i mess around because my stepdad loves golf and i'm like why don't you do a real man sport and go do some long range shooting <laughs> you know <laughs> but, <laughs> but i i get it that that's something that people are passionate about right and for me, it would be, I guess, more of like the comparison of, uh, you know, baseball, right? When you have those moments, because there's a lot of noise and stuff. I never played at a high level, yeah. but I played in high school 
and there's a lot of noise in the crowd in the game. You know, people are blah, blah, blah talking. Um, but that moment when everything just lines up, when you read the pitch, you watch the ball, it's almost like in slow-mo and it comes in and just hits that perfect meat of the bat where you can just feel, you know, that ball is sailing. Right. Yeah. And that that's I imagine golfing is similar when you hit that perfect drive. You just hit it right in the sweet spot of the driver and you know that ball is just gone. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, it's going where you want. You're not pulling it left or right. And and so with archery, I agree with you 100 percent. It's there's something about when you get to full draw and you're anchored in right and you just have the right setup. Your stabilizers are good. Your your sight is good. You've got it's just it just feels good, and it's almost like horse blinders for your ears. Everything just shuts off, except mm-hmm. for you, the bow, and the target. And I love that. So oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So so archery became a thing for you. Um, how uh, I mean, have your kids? Uh, sorry, how old are your kids? Um, I have a nine year old, a seven year old, and a five year old. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Did yeah, you guys still plan young. that perfectly no. two years apart. <laughs> no, none of none of them were planned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just happened to work out. This, you don't have happened. any September yeah. birthdays though, do you? I do actually. I do. Yeah, I know. I I, I wasn't it happened before you were an archer. So yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it, it happened before, but at least it's an early September, mm, okay. and it's a you know that's my oldest. Um, she yeah. she has a birthday in uh, early September, and and. And, um, yeah, actually she, she loves shooting, you know, so she, she's gone through a, a couple bows. I bought her different bows to try out and see what she likes. She, uh, you know, you always start off with the, you know, like a kid's recurve, maybe a bear bow, you know, and, and then I bought her a, uh, um, I think a kid's recurve bow, you know, it's a little long for her cause she's short. Um, and then I finally actually got her a PSC, uh, kids compound bow and she she nice. shoot she's shooting it lights out you know so um you know being being an early uh september birthday and her look she likes shooting it's it's a perfect uh perfect gift a birthday gift for every year mm-hmm. to go hunt with me right so there you we'll, go. <laughs> spend, we'll, we'll spend her birthday up in the mountains you know she loves the outdoors um you know she loves eating elk meat deer meat and stuff like that so as long as they love eating it they'll they'll you know, they'll find a way to, uh, to, to, to go out to the mountains with you. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you got her involved, uh, with shooting and did, was it her showing interest first? Did you, um, get her the bow and then sh- the interest grew? How, how did you work that in, uh, with your oldest? Um, you know, it's, she's always, she's, she's been curious, right. She's been curious. She would see me in the backyard, you know, fling arrows around and like what's daddy doing you know and and i'm um, like you know what we'll we'll get our bow and try it out you know it's you won't know what they like until they try it out right so you know you have to introduce it to them right that's what i did i introduced it to them and and you just make it fun right you, you know you you know you you'll hang i'll hang like um you know little balloons up on the target and then have her hit that and then it's 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 like a you know, like a sensory thing for them. Right. So they're like, Oh, Oh, great. I, I hit the target. I hit the bullseye that, you know? So, and then, and then, yeah, that's how you, you, you make it fun and then they'll love it. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So you didn't force it on her, which is great. Oh, no. I, yeah. I love uh, hearing that because a lot of people are like, man, I need to get my kids into this and that. I'm like, well, what if they don't want to like, what, 
what's your plan then? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you, you let her question and ask, and then you encourage that uh, by going and getting her own bow and, and pursuing that even more. So that's great. That those are some great tips for, for parents out there that are into archery, or even if you are into, you know, guns and rifles and, and all that stuff too, same thing, you know, introduce the kids to it safely. Right. And then uh, as they, you know, don't go out there and maybe with a rifle, don't go out there and make them shoot a, you know, 300 uh, Winchester, you know, yeah. Magnum <laughs> their first time blow their shoulder off, but, you know, introduce them with a little 22, just like you did with the, the bow introducer with a little smaller bow, not too hard to pull back. Love the idea of the balloons, you know, something that they can pop, that they can see, they have that interaction, uh, and then keep moving forward from there. So that's great. Those are great tips. Yeah, yeah, we ju- we just did that with um, I I have a ten a Ruger ten twenty two that we took her out for shooting with it as well. You know, we'll either mm-hmm. put balloon like a water balloon out there, and then or um or those clay pigeons. We'll we'll get them taped up to a target, and then you know, and then she yeah she actually. If anything, she loves she loves shooting the gun more than her bow as mm-hmm. of recently. So, but you know, it's it's all about getting them out, getting them outside, right? You know, exactly. instead of instead of uh, being stuck at home and you know everyone's with iPad and tablets these days, right? YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, and Netflix and whatnot. It's it's very easy to to lose sight of the outdoors and being active, you know, and stuff Breathe. like that. So. Yep. I agree with that. That's definitely, it's, uh, it's not easy. Um, and nowadays to get them away from the screens necessarily because, you know, all their friends are doing it and you know, that that's the cool thing to have. Uh, but it's awesome that you get, you get your children involved. Um, and you encourage those different, you know, you're giving them options. Basically you're providing opportunities for them to choose. It's not just your pigeonholed into this one thing. And it could be that maybe, hopefully this doesn't happen, but, you know, maybe your children don't want to hunt, but they love shooting archery. So then you start shifting more towards the target archery and, and yeah, things like that. Nothing wrong with so, that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's awesome. I love it. Um, so with your, how do you find a way to, to balance and I guess balance isn't the right word, but tip the scales to when it's family time, spend that time and be focused on your family and then when it's time to go hunting, you know, you've put those deposits in just like Dan talks about. Um, and I, and I love the idea of tipping the scales rather than having that work life balance, because when you're, when the scales balanced, it's sitting at zero and you're not going, you might be okay, but you're never going to really progress in any area of your life. So, um, tipping the scales when it's time for family, how do you find that, uh, I guess the way to unplug from everything else and focus on your family. What are some ways that you do that? Um, you know, we'll, we'll go out on yearly family vacations, right. Or, you know, we'll take them out like, like earlier, like this summer we went to, we went to Disneyland, right. And I even took them to, to tack with me and, you know, they, they, they got to see Utah. They, they love it out there. Right. Um, you just, you just got to, I, I guess, you know, like, like, we're, like what I was saying earlier, like, you know, my life is basically planned out day by day on a, on a tight schedule basis. Right. So even, even on the weekends where it's family time, we, we, we have, we have schedules like, okay, 12 to two, we're out having lunch, 
grocery shopping and whatnot and then you know and we'll maybe come home at in the evening and we'll we'll have a like a family game night you know they they love playing board games you know and you just you just gotta find find ways to keep it interesting right you know um yeah that, that's that's basically it and you know I, i'm i'm actually very fortunate that you know my that the the wife lets me hunt so <laughs> so it makes it a little easier that way too yeah, yeah so exactly exactly does she will she eat the meat as well um if i cook it in a certain way she'll eat yeah. it in, in in a in a chili form you know mm -hmm. if i you know i have ground venison and put in a chili she loves that or um like a like a country fried venison mm -hmm. with with the with the gravy she'll eat that you know but but my both but all my daughters they would eat them in this regular steaks you know salt and pepper seasoning and we're medium rare we're good to that's go awesome. you know that's awesome. so but yeah they, they all love eating it so 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 it's been a, it's been a blessing in, in a way where they're like oh, okay daddy got more meat home so <laughs> that's awesome oh, that's really cool and uh you know with with your family uh seeing you and your wife i guess your children seeing you and your wife go to the gym uh do you I mean, do you guys all eat the same pretty much as far as meals are concerned? Or do you and your wife cook something separate and then give your children something different? Uh, we, we, we tend to, you know, we tend to, you know, being, being Asian and all that, we have a lot of like a, a family style meals, you know, where it's, 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 it's kind of like a, it's kind of like Thanksgiving every night. <laughs> right. So, but no, we, they, they do eat something different to change it up. You know, kids being kids, you know, there's, there's only so much clean eating they could do. <laughs> um, but, but nutrition wise, honestly, I'm not really dialed in, um, but we eat clean, you know, it's a home cooked meal, six out of seven days a week. We, we hardly eat out, you know, and, you know, with, with, with three kids and five of five mouths to feed, right? It, it's it's so much it's it's um more you know cost savings to to actually cook and buy in bulk and cook in bulk and stuff like that. So you know we yeah my wife she's she's a great cook so she'll she'll whip something up for for the whole week or a mm -hmm. couple of days, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah we so a lot of home cooked meals. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you know, you say you're not dialed with nutrition, but you're doing what you need for the goals that you have, right? You're not trying to step on stage and be a bodybuilder at 2% yeah. body fat, you know? And so that that's kind of another thing that I, I highlight a lot is that again, you are a normal guy like, like me, right? You're not, you're not trying to portray something that's not you. Uh, you have your own personal goals and you've accomplished some great things. But your, you know, your goals aren't necessarily, again, to be a bodybuilder. So you don't need to eat like rabbit food, basically all the time, <laughs> salads and chicken and rice and broccoli. Like that's yeah. not what you need to do. Um, and so when I, when, when I hear you say you're not necessarily dialed, I'd say you're dialed for your goals, man. You're not dialed for, you know, again, trying to get down to 2% body fat, but you're dialed for what you need to do, which, which from everything that you've said is you want to be a better hunter. You want to be fit enough to get out there in the mountains, chase big animals. Uh, you want to have a long life, right? As long as you can make it, uh, spend time with your loved ones, be able to play with your kids and pursue your hobbies in the outdoors. 
I'd say you're pretty dialed in your nutrition. If you've been able to maintain that, that weight within five pounds, I mean, that could be fluctuating with, with freaking body water, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's awesome that you've been able to, to maintain that for a year, almost a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And that's great. You know, that's something that not a lot of people can say they're consistent on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, we, we tend to cook like a balanced meal. You know, you have your carbs, you have your protein, you have your greens and, and basically every meal is like, is, is, is like that. Right. So it, 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 you don't have to weigh out your food and, and, you know, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, right. To meal prep and have it ready to go for the week, you know, for people who's busier than we are, you know, but she, she being a, my wife being a stay home mom, you know, she has the time to, to, you know, cook a fresh meal every day or every other day. Right. So as long as we have our carbs, you know, we need our rice, <laughs> yep. you know, we need our rice, you know, we have our veggies and, and we have our meats. So that that's, that's basically all the nutrition you need. Right. I mean, it's nothing too complicated about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Cause again, I, I want people to recognize that you don't have to, uh, to go all out and, and crazy with your diet. You don't have to pick keto. You don't have to pick all these other things that, that are going to get crazy here in the next couple of weeks as we wrap up 2022 and get into 2023. Uh, you know, you're going to see all the fad diets come back around. And that's just kind of how it works. It's a cycle every single year. The gym memberships are going to go up. The fad diets are going to go all over the place. And uh, to be consistent, you need to be able to keep it simple, which sounds like you guys have on on you know, under wraps and, um, and keep it sustainable, you know, mm -hmm. and that's something that you seem to be doing really well. If you, the only reason I recommend people to start weighing stuff out at the beginning of their journeys is because you, you're going to not, I mean, you don't know how to, to, I guess, weigh things out in your mind or see what a good portion size is. That makes sense. If you're, if you're way overweight, your portion size is going to be a lot bigger than where it needs to be. So that's why, you know, that it's important, but I, I agree with you hundred percent. You get to the spot where you figured out what is maintenance for you and your goals, and you don't have to weigh that stuff out anymore. That's kind of the end goal. You know, you're, you're happy with where you're at and you're, you're even making progress. You're packing on muscle and, and you know what your maintenance is at and you're mm -hmm. keeping that consistent. And so that's super key for most people. Um, you know, Dan will say the same thing. He doesn't weigh out his food. He doesn't do stuff like that because he knows what works for his body. He's been doing it for probably decades at this point yeah. and, and he knows what to do. So that's really all that, that, that it boils down to. And that's kind of the end goal. You don't have to always be weighing out your food, you know? So I, I agree with you on that a hundred percent. Um, I'm just trying to think here. So, I mean, we've talked about your family. We've talked about the amazing things you've done. I, I think it's fantastic that you, have maintained and are, are hitting your goals consistently. Um, how was uh hunting season this year? Oh, hunting was great. You know, can never get enough of it. Right. So, um, I, I was fortunate enough to pull a, a, a Nevada doe tag, you know, and then, um, I went out and got, got a, um, a Utah spike elk spike or cow elk tag, you know? So, so now it was great. Um, it was my first, well, I, this is my first elk hunt that I've ever been on, right? Ever since went to an elk-shaped camp, learned a ton, you know, there's all these information out there. There's a lot of free information out there with, with podcasts, 
you know, archery gear with you, you know, um, with all the, you know, um, YouTube videos and whatnot, right? So learned a lot. Went went to an elk hunt in September, and uh, you know I was fortunate enough to to air air call elk, and uh, it was great. It was great, yeah. And um, then uh, my deer hunt was in was like it was it, it was doe tag, so it was um it was the tag was valid basically the entire of October, right? And um, I went. I went out on the last week of October because that's the only time I I could take off from work, um, you know, spend a week out there and in 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 northern Nevada, beautiful country, you know, beautiful country, and and yeah, I was fortunate enough to to, it was a, actually a rifle rifle hunt, so yeah, I got to um, harvest a, a a doe deer. Yep, that's awesome. It's great. A That's lot, really a good. lot of meat this season. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And then with that elk, I mean, you had a great shot. I mean, you literally hard, hard shot the elk, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was double long, yeah, yeah. Double, double long and hard. It, it, it was, it was amazing. It was, uh, I was on, I was on full draw for it. It, it felt like five minutes, but probably thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah, she came in. She came into about thirty yards, and 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 uh, yeah let 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 it rip <laughs> that's awesome that's really cool so you were out there um how many days did it take you to to get an elk down um i had a buddy actually that i met in in elk ship camp uh nick he he actually lives in uh in uh, panguitch and um yeah he was he was you know he was he was he was nice enough to to show me show me around you know like that unit and whatnot and um so being I was hunting Panguitch and it's only about three hours away from 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 Vegas where I'm at. Um I was actually making the trip out every weekend after work. So I was I was able to save my vacation time, you know, and actually leave after work on Friday night. We'll take the drive up there to 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 Panguitch and you know have a early Saturday hunt and then we'll hunt all the way through Sunday and then I'll make the drive back and go back to work on Monday. It, it was taxing, you know, mm -hmm. I did that for the entire month of September, but, uh, yeah, it was taxing. So, yeah. So Nick showed me around and, um, I think it was doing the second week of the hunt, which is, I think the last weekend of August, was uh when i actually arrowed, arrowed the uh the cow elk yeah that's awesome that's awesome and for those of you out there listening penguin is a terrible unit don't ever apply <laughs> for it uh, <laughs> don't look now, it up I mean, yeah <laughs> that, it, no there was there was a there was a lot of people out there mm -hmm. you know it was it was a lot of people out there and and you have to find little pockets of where you think um you know the elk might be at right and and just make a play and you know and it, it, i was fortunate enough that it happened that's awesome yeah no that's really cool uh i, didn't yeah, I probably shouldn't have set the unit huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 out there you know yeah 
So no, yeah, yeah. It's no, public sure. information. It's a, yeah, no, I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's terrible. Don't ever come to Utah to hunt. We don't have any good elk. Don't ever come here for deer. Yeah, I don't... think there. I think there's a lot of elk in Louisiana. I think that's yeah, 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 yeah. Go to <laughs> <laughs> go out to North Carolina. You know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, no, but that that's amazing. That that's really cool that you're able to knock it down. Uh, your first ever elk tag with a bow. Um, I, I think that's amazing. And, and yeah, you definitely brought some, some meat home with the cow and then the dough. So that's really good. Uh, that, that's really cool, man. Um, well, good. Well, uh, do you have anything that you want to leave, I guess, with the listeners, with, uh, people out there, you know, that, that maybe we haven't covered? Um, no, I mean, I think we, we've gone through quite, quite some stuff, right. There, you know, there, but what, one thing I would say is it would, which rings rings true for me is to to actually find a balance right it's it's always a balance of of time you know of of your financial goals and and even when you're shooting your archery right shooting your bow your bow has to be balanced properly if not you're not going to hit your mark right so just just let's find a balance and and you can work with that exactly no i i'll Second that by saying definitely need to, you know, as we're wrapping up the year here, uh, make sure that you are checking your goals, what you're wanting to do in the next quarter, what you're wanting to accomplish over the next year, and make sure that your actions line up with those goals. You know, finding that, like what you're saying, that balance, uh, dipping the scales in the direction that you're wanting to go, because you you can't do everything. We wish we could. I always joke about saying, you know, if we could have a 32-hour day, that would be really nice. But in all reality, I'd still find, you know, I still wouldn't get any more sleep because I would just do more stuff in that time, you know, like, oh, yeah. so, so it is about using as efficiently as possible the time that you have and, uh, and in accordance with the goals that you've got. So if you've got a spouse, make sure you're open and communicative with her or him. And, uh, and also, you know, just showing the people around you where your priorities are at and you'll make it happen. Um, it may not seem like a lot, uh, you know, if you take those baby steps every day, but you look back a year from now and I bet you couldn't have imagined that you would have arrowed your first elk on your first elk trip. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, so. looking a year, two years ago, I, I mean, would I ever thought to run a half a marathon today? Like, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm, I'll pass, you know, but we, we're here. Exactly. Here today, yeah. So. so look for him in the next ultra marathon guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> Right. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you again for, for hopping on here, Justin. I know you and I chat pretty often, but I, I just wanted to share your story with other people because I have some, some kind of bigger names in the industry on the podcast, but I also want to bring it back to the roots. And the reason why I started uh Redbeard outdoors was for that, for, for people like you and me that have families, we've got nine to fives, but we're pursuing passions in the outdoors and hearing from you, how you make it happen. So other people can realize like, you know, instead of saying that must be nice to the people that are in the industry, uh, you know, people like you and me that are making it happen because we're putting our priorities where we want them to be. I think Mm -hmm. people can definitely uh, learn from you and see where you what you've accomplished and how you continue to be consistently successful in the things that you're pursuing, whether that be your career uh, whether that be hunting, archery with your family, you're consistently successful and it's because of your work ethic. So thanks again for your time being on here, guys. Uh, I'm going to leave the links down below for you guys to go check out Justin's social media. 
and uh, see what he's doing and see him run another half marathon and eventually building up to where he's uh, chasing Goggins down. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually in Vegas, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. You go. Yeah. No, uh, but I'll leave the links down below guys for you to check him out. And uh, like I always say, guys, get out, live your life and love it. All right. Hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed talking with Justin here for the podcast. Again, just a great guy. Justin is awesome. Go check him out and I will leave his links down below. Again, guys, here's your invite to go join Redbeard's Fit Crew. I'd love to see you over there. Let's hit the new year strong. This being the last day of 2022, let's get after your goals. I'd love to help you out and leave a follow, leave a review. If you're on YouTube, definitely go subscribe and I appreciate you guys. Have an amazing rest of your day. Have an amazing rest of this 2022. Spend time with loved ones and have a happy new year.